Welcome to the Flute Show with Florence Estrin. I'm Robert Estrin here on virtualsheetmusic.com. Today's question is, which is better, gold or silver on a flute? Gold versus silver. Gold is so pretty and so is silver, but are there real differences in the way these instruments play or sound? We're gonna talk about that today. Florence, welcome. Hi. Tell me a bit about your perceptions of, I notice your flute, now this, this is gonna be tough for you because half your flute is silver, half is gold. Well, Tell the, us about that. The head joint is 14 karat gold, but the rest of the flute is silver. Um, and it's interesting because uh, if you look at studies that scientists have done, what makes the sound of a flute is how the air gets put into vibration. So they say it has absolutely nothing to do with what the flute is made out of. And they went so far as in, in 1998, they went to a flute convention with, get this, a concrete flute along with other flutes of various, you know, they had lots of flutes around as a flute convention. And they had several professional flutists, including James Galway and uh, lots of other luminaries playing the instruments and they blindfolded them and nobody could even pick out the concrete flute. <laughs> Wouldn't it be like heavy? <laughs> I, I, I can't even imagine what a concrete <laughs> flute is. But, but anyway, that's, I read this article and it, so it was like, really? And then they interviewed Paula Robeson who was part of this whole thing too and she said, well, everybody knows that gold, gold and silver has a perkier sound, gold has a darker sound. And that's what we've all been taught all these years is like, oh, you want a darker sound, you get to gold and, and platinum, you get a bigger sound. And so, but what's interesting is that there's been other studies done where again, they've taken professional flutists playing and after they play a range of flutes made of all different metals then they that are recorded and they listen back and they cannot tell which flute they're playing. Well I think there's a couple of things to consider. Uh, in terms of the density of the metal, you, the question is whether the sound is robust enough for the entire body of the flute to resonate. That's one issue. But when I think about something like cement compared to gold or silver or any metal, it's not as smooth inside. I can't imagine that would not affect the flow of the air and the bouncing around of the sound waves having a smoother or rougher surface. Well, I would think that would have something to do, maybe they had some way to really smooth out that concrete, I don't know. The last <laughs> point though that I think is really significant, I've certainly noticed this with guitars. If you play a guitar that has gorgeous inlays and exotic woods, they usually are the nicest playing instruments compared to the playing instruments. Now, why would that be? Well. If someone is going to go to the trouble of handcrafting the very best they can, why not start with a beautiful piece of wood? Same thing with a flute. If you're working with gold or exotic metals like platinum that are so expensive, mm -hmm. you darn well better take your time with that to make it the best possible instrument. Right. Do you think and there's that, some of that? Yeah, I think that's absolutely what the case is. And then you might say to me, well, why did we get you a gold head joint then? And I was not seeking out a gold head joint when I found this head joint. I was playing all sorts of head joints. I even played some platinum head joints. The only reason I didn't go with platinum other than the price tag was it was very heavy. Believe it or not, it made a huge difference in the balance of the flute and, and how it bothered me and it, it was also quite expensive. Well, I guess uh, a cement head joint is not in your future then, huh? <laughs> Probably not, <laughs> but, but the thing is, um, when you talk about a flute and, and a head joint in particular, the head joint is really where you're creating the sound. 
And they're, when we're talking about high-level flutes, we're talking about handmade, hand-carved. It's very, very difficult to have two head joints that are identical. As a matter of fact, um, your uncle, Harvey Estrin, who was a great flute teacher for me and uh, just a fantastic musician, uh, he had this wonderful Powell flute and he loved the head joint, absolutely loved the head joint. And what he did was he had a Haynes and he was at the Haynes company and he said, can you make a head joint that's more like the, the dimensions of this Powell? And I said, oh yeah, let's give us your Haynes head joint and we'll redo it just in exactly, the, they measured everything perfectly. And he said, no, 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 you're not touching the head joint I have because I don't hate it. I just want one like this Powell. So they made him a brand new one, start, started from scratch to, and with exactly the measurements. He tried it, didn't like it. Yeah. It didn't, you know, just didn't amazing, come out the same. So, I, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of science to making flutes, but boy, there's so much, when you're talking about a handmade instrument, it just really gets very no difficult. No tour alike. Right. So, but, but I think you're absolutely right as far as it's the craftsmanship that makes the instrument and the head joint over what things are made out of. It all comes down to the nut behind the wheel, I guess, the person crafting the instrument. And the metals maybe have some difference. Next time, I'd love to delve into other materials. Of course, flutes started out as wooden instruments, and we can discuss the relative merits of wood versus metal. So we've got all kinds of great flute shows coming up. Thanks so much, Florence. It's really fun. And seeing all of you, thanks so, so much for joining us here at virtualsheetmusic.com. Florence Estrin, and I am Robert Estrin. See you next time. Mm -hmm.